Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary. A deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. you probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast, number 500, is brought to you by Hangover Candle Company. Look, smells are great. There's a lot of bad ones. Poop, vomit, uh, piss, old, stanky chicken pot pies. But there's a way to make your place your car, wherever it is that you want to smell sweet, fun, and enjoyable to your nose and face. And candles are the way to get that done. And I have found the best candles in the country. My boy Joey, a bartender from Fort Collins, Colorado, big comedy fan, big podcast fan. Um, He cuts, sands, and pours his own candles at Hangover Candle Company. Uh, in the Etsy shop, there's over 200 different bottles that he can have ready and custom make a candle for you from. You can pick your scent. He's got about 40 of those. Uh, we got a bunch. What do we get? Shit. We got, uh, I think there were flavors like pumpkin, root beer, sandalwood, spearmint, sea breeze, tutti frutti, vanilla, watermelon, green tea, green apple, fudge brownie, fresh baked bread, fresh cut grass, cucumber melon, coffee, cedar, cinnamon stick, chardonnay, cabernet, sauvignon, banana, baby powder, apple slices, and apple pie. And we're going to have a custom ALN podcast candle made. That's right. Hangover Candle Company is where you get these. So... Where do you get these candles from? Well, they can ship them to you in a day or two days with two-day shipping, tracking, and insurance, and plenty of padding. I've done it. He crushes it. The candles come so prepped and ready for your enjoyment. Fully customizable. Whatever you want, he'll do it. Uh, Go to Hangover Candle Co. on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or search it on Etsy to find his shop and get your candles and start making your holiday the right holiday. All right? With Hangover Candle Company, that's Hangover Candle Co. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or search it on Etsy, Hangover Candle Company, and uh, and let Joey start filling your dreams and your nose with good smells. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. I will remember you. No, I'm just kidding. 500 episodes. Holy shit. Welcome to the About Last Night podcast, a day we probably never thought we'd get to. When Brad and I started this thing in 2013, maybe 2012, actually, uh, I don't think we ever anticipated we'd get to 500 episodes. So much fun, so many memories, so many laughs, uh, which we will uh, bring to you in this uh, past year of ALN in the best ofs, part one and two coming every December. 
Um, but today's a special day, man. 500 episodes uh, for Brad and I on the About Last Night podcast. You guys have been incredible throughout the entire uh, journey to get to this point. Uh, the support, the, the emails, the tweets, the DMs, the the fan-on-fan interactions at shows. It's why we do it. It's for that reason alone. And it's why we wanted this episode to be so special. And it is. Because it's Dana Carvey returning to the show and bringing it so hard. Dana's done the show almost 10 times. And every time I'm like, I don't know how we're going to top that. And then we do, and we laugh harder, and we go off on even crazier tangents. Uh, from Hit- Hitler's Pizzeria to Obama's Netflix pitches to Paul McCartney explaining to John Lennon what About Last Night podcast is. Uh, man, we, we just get into everything on this one. It's well over an hour and change. And it's a perfect way to close uh, out Brad's time on the podcast. Um, I love you, Brad. It's been uh, a whirlwind to become even better friends with you than we were prior to this podcast starting. Uh, we're brothers, and uh, doing this has just been... Uh, A real treat, and some of the best times of my life have been doing this podcast with you, from traveling to Jason Derulo's mansion to uh, Neil Patrick Harris's house in New York, Susan Sarandon at a hotel, uh, going to Dan Cook's house for the first time, having Dalia on multiple times, uh, you know, Dana, obviously, Swartzen, Jim Jeffries, Bill Burr, uh, fucking David Tell, too many to, uh, to name, too many good times many amazing conversations the rides to and from the podcast the chats the catch-ups uh it's all been a blast dude and uh and i love you and uh and thank you for being along on this ride with me uh follow me on instagram at adam ray comedy follow dana carvey at the dana carvey follow brad at brad williams comic at alien podcast on instagram and twitter uh about last night podcast.com for past and present eps and all your alien merch shop adamray.com for all your adam ray holiday merch and of course email us at about last night pod at gmail.com with all your uh alien favorite moments how you got the pod where you get into it and uh i'm going to continue to do the adam ray 2019 holiday giveaway so email us about last night pod at gmail.com one of those things that I mentioned, and uh, with your shirt and hoodie size and your address, and I will send you some free merch. I'm going to do some bonus episodes in the next few weeks to really push that and uh, read a, uh, a shit ton of fan emails. So get those in by next week, aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com, favorite ALN moments, and uh, and you're going to get some free Adam Ray merch. huh? Read the room. My album's still available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play. And uh, starting December 4th, Songs for the People, my comedy musical album debut, is going to be available for pre-order. Uh, there's a free uh, streaming listen right now on Pandora Music, but you can pre-order that bitch December 4th and then listen to it and own it December 13th. Songs for the People. Go to adamraycomedy.com this Thursday and do that. Uh, I'll be on the David Spade Show Thursday. Uh, lights out, so tune into that. And uh, get all your tour dates at adamraycomedy.com. Uh, this weekend, I'm in Arizona at Copper Blues Live in Tempe uh, Improv in Phoenix and Tempe, Arizona. Tickets at adamraycomedy.com. That's December 5th through the 8th. Brad is in Denver at Comedy Works South Thursday through Saturday. Tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. And now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast number 500. <sighs> With the one and only, you know him, you love him. Get ready to laugh with Dana Carvey. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. 
and dealing with that. Because normally if I was doing it like, like I would do the, I don't know if you listened to the one where I did just stuff I do for friends. Yeah. Hitler. Yes. Yeah. In the bunker. Yeah. And at, at one point I was doing 10 to 15 minutes of that. But in that case where you've got a, a you know, Conan who's a great comic in front of you. You don't want to just be lost in a sketch for like 10 minutes <laughs> right. in a 26-minute podcast. Yeah. Also, Conan's heard so many Hitlers that it's like, <laughs> who doesn't? Point, who doesn't have a bit? But I, I, who I, doesn't have a Hitler? I'm, yeah. Oh, well, who doesn't? No, that, nobody. She's <laughs> fighting. That would be a great uh, uh, sitcom. Please, who doesn't uh, have uh, a <laughs> uh, Adolf, uh, uh, C, uh, Spot. I mean, we're, we're pretty close to Trump just starting to quote Hitler, I feel like. <laughs> no, I mean, how many other great people I mean, does he? I mean, Trump is a bad uh, dictator. He's terrible. <laughs> he's lock him up, lock her up. She's running around free. He's, she's in the woods, man. Everything he says doesn't happen. No. Lock him up, lock him up. Where are they? By the way, you mastered bad... the hand thing. I think the first time I saw you on Conan do the hand thing. That's yeah. truly like, and you're so Anyone good at could do it. Yeah, but you're so good at nailing the thing. The voice, obviously, but like that, the more I watch him, I'm like, oh, he's doing Dana's hands. Be nice. Trump's, don't Trump, be nasty. Trump's doing don't Dana. Be nasty. We're doing good things. We're doing great things. Yeah. He has so many hookups. I, I just haven't really dug into it. I, I, mm -hmm. But there are so many ticks. There's so many weird, like a duck. Like I, this was just, you know, plucked out of, I was doing this corporate date yeah. and it was the day that he got Bag Daddy, which is kind of like some kind of surfer song, you know, <laughs> and Jan and Dean, you go Bag Daddy. But, or like some porn star that's yeah, like, call me Bag Daddy. I could see a summer on Summer Van Laden, but Bag Daddy, yeah, yeah. hey man, Bag Daddy. Look it's at like a be yeah, it's like a Beach Boys song. It's yeah. like a Beach Boy, Jan and Dean, I'm going back. So anyway, I just did Obama uh, announces that he got Osama Bin Laden, you know, we did the thing and, the uh, Navy SEALs did a terrific job. <laughs> and then Trump, he died like a dog. You don't even have to Like a dog, like a baby, a whimpering, crying baby, crying for his mama. Like a baby in a crib. He'd never seen so many things. Excuse me. Many people are saying, excuse me. Excuse me. It's a great technique. Yeah. I think he's gotten um, whatever, forget politics. He's gotten very good at uh, at doing his thing yes do you, do you, you think do as you a comic think, yeah. he's nailed his point of view right any yeah do you, do you yeah. think that presidents or like or public figures get to a point where they know what people think of them so then they just dig in and be like oh i do hands and i call people losers and i do whatever so like they just dig into that well you know the, when trump he, he's in front of the helicopter all the time yeah you know, like for 45 minutes, he's screaming in front of the helicopter. <laughs> and the helicopter is, keeps going. And it's, it's not like they... You think he would turn at one point and just be like, I'm going to come out for 10 minutes, turn the copter off. I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you one of these. No, normally they wave. Remember Reagan? Be yeah. like, oh, I see you. got to go. He said, <laughs> fire him up. I got to talk for 45 minutes. <laughs> it's just, Does he think it there. sounds more professional to totally. scream over a copter chop? Um... Well, I was talking, Lauren Michaels was saying, you know, it's like he's, he's, he's good at, he's, the Democrats are like Channel 4, local. That's how they deal with television. And Trump is a, a national star. So the helicopter just denotes he's got some place to go. It's very important. <laughs> oh, I see. So it's wow. like, everything I'm Trump very busy. does, yeah. the flags, the tie, the thing, the thing, the hands, everything is calculated. 
um, smart. He just yeah. one win. He's a loser. He's very nasty. <laughs> he he's dog twice with when Beto dropped out. Yeah, he quit like a dog. He got into the dog thing. <laughs> How many he, loser dogs has he well, been? Well, like dog is his new favorite word. He's like a dog. He's like a crying, crying baby dog. Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Many he people, one, excuse he, me. He put one medal of honor on one dog. Yeah, and then everything after that was And then that he just was dog like, got dog. in his head. Yeah, he was like Bernie. Lame dog doesn't have a good dog. I <laughs> I don't have a dog. I don't want a dog. Cat person, cat Trump. Yeah, yeah. I'm a cat <laughs> person because you can grab the pussy. The dog's gonna die on you. <laughs> I know, but I don't. You know, it's, he's uh, it's he. He's... Do you think he even hangs out with Mike Pence? That's the relationship. <laughs> like when I see no. my buddy Beck do it on SNL and they have that dynamic, I'm like, I really want to see. Like they've, I feel like they've kind of nailed it. But it's like that to me is so fascinating because he seems so like the guy that wants to kiss ass or please him but at some point I feel like he probably is just like you know what shut the fuck up Donald I don't like because well, you know Trump doesn't respect him he, you know well that, well that and it's like the, the one has affairs with porn stars and the and the, the other isn't allowed to have dinner with a woman that's not his wife well, so it's like it's a little bit of oil and vinegar <laughs> you know my uh, so one has sex with porn stars and uh, the other let's go back let's go dude that, what would Carson by the way do you think there's certain people like I, I'm considering, I don't know if I said this last time, and I don't know if I'll ever do it, but Mm -hmm. I just think it'd be a fun podcast. Forget money, power, what do you use? Just to do, it's probably eight to ten minutes, and it's just called Johnny's Back, (laughs) and I'd get guys like you and other comics that just want to send me jokes about the modern world, but filtered through the cart, you know? So it'd be like, did you hear what's... um, So they got Baghdadi. Did you read that? So Donald Trump said that he died like a dog crying, a crying, whimpering baby. I, I, so then it's I don't know what the joke would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you don't see a lot of crying babies in dark caves. Do you? <laughs> Whoa, you know, and maybe do a you little big man like somebody go. <laughs> you can't grab yeah. that dog, but you are correct. You are correct, sir. Died like a dog, sir. But you'd want to make it so that it was funny, even for someone who's like right. twenty-two. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't know Carson. Because it's just a funny voice. It's just an interesting. It's the best, dude. Yeah. I mean, it just has sort of a. <laughs> Sort of a funny thing. But, um, no, you could do that anyway, weekly for sure. Yeah. There's a, no shortage of headlines. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Many people are saying, we're doing good things. I, I, I did it on Fallon, I think, just his middle hook of when he's angry, the press doesn't understand his genius. Yeah. Like, how is this plan going to work? I know how to do deals. I make a lot of deals. You know, it's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Put me on deal or do- no deal. I would have known where the money was in every briefcase. Yes, I would have shaken hands with Howie. I would have. <laughs> he's a German folk. Excuse me, excuse me. Many people are saying, excuse me. Many, many people. The worst crossing guard of all time. Did I do him? I did him singing last time on the show. Singing, that's, singing what? Just singing. Because I say anyone. Trump who, singing? Yeah, because he, Obama was the first like, great singer. Like we had Nixon when I grew up. My yeah. darling Clementine. <laughs> with the piano. That was it. That was our best singer yeah. in my lifetime. And then Obama one night was up there. We're going to do the things and go to the boom. And then he's like, Amazing Grace. Yeah. yeah. So what's that? What's Trump going to sing? The cookie and the creepy. <laughs> the kind of cookie. The cookie and the creepy. Uh, you know. 
<laughs> Either that or he'd get up there one night with a big mic, do, do his uh, State of the Union, put a little echo on it. No one knows what it's like <laughs> to be the bad man. To be the orange man. <laughs> yeah. Behind orange comb over. <laughs> or do some meatloaf. I would do anything for that, but I won't do that, Mike Pence. I won't be in the same room with Trump you. Trump singing, because how are you supposed to do political comedy if you're not like in one tribe or the other? You right. Know? So now and, you and just, just kind of get absurd with it. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it's I, I like, you know, if you want to change someone's opinion, you mm-hmm. know, you give them five cookies and then you just hit them, boom, right here. But then you give them five more cookies. and you know? oh, Okay, so yeah. like five things that like, like Trump singing or something like that, that's not like a deep dive or something. Yeah, I mean, I come at things something. asymmetrically a little bit. Like I was just not, I don't know, people must have been really optimistic yeah. when Trump mm. got elected because now they're really disappointed. I was like, Jesus, celebrity apprentice guy's president? What the <laughs> fuck is going to happen? So now I, you know, my brother got to raise this and that and if you didn't read the news, you'd think we're kind of okay. And oh, I'm yeah. like, wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> but I know people, you got to walk with them. Just mm-hmm. walk around the neighborhood. I just can't even... He just said the other day, you know, I'm like, he hasn't surprised me since he said, I like people who, were, who weren't captured. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. that, and then his poll numbers went up, I went, holy shit. Do you think Baldwin uh, would do him for another four if he won again? Or do you think, how much parody I also- I think Baldwin would keep going. How mm-hmm. much parody do you think is left to do of him? Like, do you think if another four goes, does do people go, all right, this is a little too real now and this is terrifying that I can't even find the jokes in it, you know? I don't know. I mean, I it depends you, on your uh, political point of view. Yeah. Like, what are you, are it. you, uh, maybe kind of find Trump uh, uh, funny and sort of bizarre and maybe don't like him, but you're not hyperbolic about some of his policies. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of likes Israel. And if you don't like Israel, you're not going to like that. You know, he, yeah. he kind of, um, you know, he armed the Ukrainians. I don't know what happened with that phone call. So a lot of the policies, like, I like that he's kind of hanging out with Kim Jong-un. I feel a little, <laughs> I feel a little less tense about that situation. Sure. I feel like Trump would just call him up. What are you going to do? What are you... Fire and fury. I'll melt your face. I love you, but I'll melt your face. I know I know how to melt faces. I know the people who had a metal face. I'll melt your face. So uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to dig underneath. There's yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that I don't know who's advising Trump. But it's like even Obama wanted to lower the corporate tax rate, maybe to 28, not yeah. 21. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that is not... You know, you uh, did you did something on on the Conan podcast that I could not stop laughing about. I love uh, you, uh, br- Brad uh, Williams. Br- bringing up Obama, it's because Obama has the deal with Netflix. Now, oh yeah, and that makes me happy. Obama makes Netflix pitches. Yes, you go in. I just started because there's certain like you come up with a phrase and you just want to hear it in your head a lot. Like mm-hmm. it just makes my brain happy. Is yeah. the way I say it. Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't even know why it's really a punchline, but it's like, Obama's got a a big deal at Netflix. So I go, I want to go in and pitch to Obama. And I'm imagining Michelle's there. And he's like, before I begin, I just want to run something by him, kind of new to the whole, you know, development thing. Whoop, Mm -hmm. I'm not here. It's done. (laughs) Biscuits. That's the Obama bit done bit. The Obama. (laughs) So I just want to run something by and see, see what you think. It's about a little alien that comes down to earth, befriends a little girl, and then wants to go home, but the spaceship left. He's got to go home. And then I would say, well, that's I think that's E.T. by Spielberg. Oh, fuck me, Michelle, what do you got? 
Yeah, I'm all out. So it's all fuck me, Michelle. What do you got? Oh my god! You know, it so just it just makes and and I for that reason where you go just that phrasing just yeah. makes me happy. It's about a wizard, Harry Potter. <laughs> fuck me, Michelle. What do you got? So they get shorter and shorter. Um, they come from the Appalachians. They strike oil and come to Beverly Hills. Fuck me, but <laughs> wait, this is a great game. I want to hear. Okay, uh, Obama. Uh, so wait, I want to hear him pitch like kindergarten cop. Kindergarten cop. <laughs> got a big Austrian guy. <laughs> Then he's got a gun, and he's in kindergarten. That's kindergarten. Oh, fuck me. Michelle, what do you got? So it's like... How about Teenage Mutant Ninja so Turtles? Yes, no. Teenage Mutant. Yeah. Well, these turtles, they're not normal. They live ne- next to a radioactive thing, and they're just running around like like old freaks. Uh, that's Teenage Mutant. Fuck me, Michelle, what do you got? Michelle never has anything. Yeah. Michelle yeah. never gets to talk. Oh. Um, so I mean, that just fuck me, Michelle, what do you got? I don't yeah. know. It's not... That's an example. Like, it's not even... It's not political. Political. It's no, not, it's not even about Obama. It's just no. a guy new to the business. Yes, sure. And thinking of things, yeah. probably, and You're then good. busting himself like, ah, this yeah. is harder than I thought. Yeah, it, it, making him normal, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's great taking these people that we see either hold in such reverence or that are so high in politics and just giving them ordinary jobs, whether it be like. Oh, oh, would it be Obama is trying to pitch Netflix stuff, or uh, I heard you doing a bunch of like Bernie Sanders as like yeah. normal jobs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did, I did, yeah, Bernie as a crosswalk guard. Yeah, don't yeah. proceed. <laughs> Don't proceed. The system's rigged. Don't proceed. But I have my latest Bernie. Oh, oh all right. Sad. My latest Bernie is having fun is that he's on stage and everything. You know how he had the heart stuff? Yeah. Stents putting. He, so he's on he stage. Attack, yeah. And they come out and they whisper to him. I've just been told that the stents in my chest are made by a corporation. Get them out of me. Get this greedy. Get these fucking corporate stents. The greed. Get them out of me. And he's just ripping at his tie, and oh they just have to haul God. him off. I want to see That's Bernie Sanders do so, do so many jobs. Like, I want to see Bernie Sanders as a Walmart greeter. Or- <laughs> The corporation you're walking into. The greed of the corporations. I, it, yeah, he's just, he's fantastic. I how love about him Bernie, How about Bernie telling somebody at Chipotle that, the, that you ran out of avocado? <laughs> we don't have no avocado. What are you going to do? Sue us. Get these stents out of my fucking chest. It's all about his stents. Avocados for the 1%. For 1% and the greedy. The pharmaceutical companies. I'm just, I'm taking him further. The pharmaceutical companies and the corporations and the greed. Turns into Cosby a little bit. <laughs> you see, because... But, that's what I, said. I know what you can put in the avocado, you know. Cosby did it out of order. You yeah. got to do things in order in life. If you know, <laughs> if he made love to a woman and then gave her an ambient, it'd be like no problem. Then <laughs> he, he'd be a gentleman, like he's a gentleman. He gave, yeah. He'd be a gentleman. He gave her the ambient first. That he just did things. <laughs> Missed by that much. I shouldn't have given her the. Should have made love that do I have to be escorted from Hollywood? No, no. You don't know what you can do anymore. Or I, I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter. What are they going to do to matter. me? I'm yeah. almost ninety. People, I mean, that there, people do uh, ask all the time. Like, you know, in comedy clubs, I feel like are still a safe space. I feel like yeah. people are wanting to escape and knowing that, like, oh, at least there's a place I can still go 
to uh, get away from all yeah. the um, the crackdown, nitty gritty of people trying to absolutely. You know, it's a big area of comedy saying things out loud that people are thinking that you're not supposed to say. Yes. Yeah. So and, it's kind of like as a comedian, if they tell you you can't say these things. That's all you want to say. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. you it, can't say that anymore. Yeah, you're like, ah, don't press the red button. So then yeah. you try to go around it. Yeah, I do, or just, but I, yeah, whatever. Well, I think that, I'd rather do podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> what are they going to do? Shut off my power? Yeah. <laughs> the PG&E. You're going to sh- the PG&E, the greed of the corporations. I thought you said the PTA. Oh, the PTA <laughs> and a PTA. Corporations, the climate change and the fires. <laughs> Yeah, his voice is changing. That's a bookmark impression. Because uh, sometimes yeah. the, the extended version of an impression is much more fun. Sure. So, so you did who, these who six... Who wants reality? You did these six, six episodes with six Conan? Six half hours with uh, Conan. Dude, yeah. that's... I mean... And, and and like when when you and Conan get together, is it just? I mean, it's the best. It yeah. seems like every podcast truly should be if you're, we're having enough fun, uh, fun that people are listening, going, "Oh, I feel like I'm a fly on the wall," and it makes me want to hang out and get drinks with those guys. And that's what it's like with you and Conan. I well, feel Conan like. is yeah, he's we've gotten to be better friends since I moved back down here. Yeah. So we have mm-hmm. dinner and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he just he was just there to set me up. And I said, well, "You want me to just run over the whole thing?" Yeah, yeah. This is all about you. Wow. So yeah. it was kind of fun. It makes me want to do. It. I just once your brain starts having to go to uh, oh I have to like put it monetize together. it and yeah. what are you gonna the, you know once it becomes a business and I'd like to just yeah. do one for just just for like not worry about all that yeah. stuff but, but you're gonna are- get celebrity guests <laughs> you can't do it without celebrity guests you know I don't want to have any of that if I have a celebrity guest like you guys yeah yeah you owe me man well, <laughs> oh, we owe you everything. Cash yeah. in. Cash in those Brad and Adam beep, chips. Beep, it's done. Beep, 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 we'll be there beep. for free. Is that our new theme song? Excuse me. Many people are saying, excuse me. Um, uh, well, well, well for, and first of all, this, this is making me laugh so hard. And thank you, for, first of all, for being on the podcast and for making us laugh. And uh, for those sure. who, who haven't been keeping up with the podcast, this is actually... Uh, 500. My, yeah, this is 500. So wow. we want to do a special thing for 500 episodes, yeah. and it doesn't get any more special than all time. 500. You are yeah. the ALN. Uh, I got to do 500 more voices. Then. <laughs> I got to do something 500. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the amount of times I made love to my wife. <laughs> So long, other podcast. Farewell, Joe Rogan. There's a new sheriff in town. That yeah. makes me happy. That voice, that attitude, oh, yeah. yeah, of just because I'm going to go on Spade show this week. Oh, yeah, right. you and Spade kind of both do that voice like back and forth to each other, and it's very like a we don't care what you. Think. Oh, I was yeah. It came from uh, Hans and Franz yeah. that were mm-hmm. Arnold, and then it was an extended because at first it was like we are Hans, I am Franz, we yeah. talk like this. And then after a few years, I got bored, so I became like this. The super. <laughs> so long, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Farewell, Conan. <laughs> Goodbye, Colbert. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. Lights out. <laughs> You know what I love too is you bust Spade's balls, and there's yeah. not a lot of people that I think he loves it when they do it. I mean, when I, I went on once, I mean, I was doing that impression of it. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to I go didn't realize on. Spade was so, with so much sound effects. Yeah. He, he does do a lot impression. of sound effects. He's the Michael yeah. Winslow of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael, that guy was amazing. Yeah, or is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Just, I'm supposed to go on Spade's show uh, Wednesday, mm-hmm. and um, 
I think it's probably good to promote. I guess I'm going to yeah. do, because I was just having dinner with him and I started doing um, Scarface doing stuff and he yeah. loved it so much that I guess it's going to be, what would Scarface say? So I'm just going to come out and riff it. Oh my God. What do you want, man? What you got to say? <laughs> what you got to say? A Cardi B? Cardi B? But the thing is, every time he says something, the very end, he's, he's going to say, She's got a great ass. <laughs> That's the catchphrase. Even if it has nothing to do it, it, with it, has yeah. to do with Scarface, but it is, but it is a Pacino line. <laughs> but I like doing so it that. works. Yeah, I like doing that. John uh, Lovitz ran into Al Pacino at a party. He goes, you know, Dana does you. <laughs> what do you talk about, Dana Carvey? Do me? What's he do? He does Scarface. Oh, I like that. I like it a lot. Oh yeah. What are you gonna do? Sorry, I'd start whispering. Anyway, <laughs> Dana Carvey. Great ass! <laughs> Great ass! <laughs> your world is so palore, your camera. That's the kind of operating thing. That's the stuff that makes my brain the happiest, is yeah. lines mm -hmm. and that you want to hear more than once. Yeah. And you want to hear, and they may be funnier, you know, because I still, this is my oldest bit. I do Tony Montana at Thanksgiving dinner. That's my <laughs> oldest. And the first line of it, mm -hmm. Scarface at Thanksgiving dinner, has never not got a laugh. So I set it up. Then I do the face. <laughs> I big pause. And I, then I say, Paso sweet palteros. <laughs> That's it. It always kills. Paso sweet palteros. And then you've heard the bit, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. goes off and off. But it just still makes my brain happy. It's sure. insane. Do you ever yeah. just think of a new voice or just like jokes for a, an existing uh, character impression? Like in the middle of the night, or in the middle of the day, and you have to either just start saying it out loud or would you write it down? Like you just have to... Um, sometimes I'll record it or yeah. I'll just do stuff for my own. Um, I did like the idea of the Beatles when I was on Spade Show last time they had Woodstock as a thing. The yeah, Beatles yeah. Dri driving around yeah, yeah, yeah. and trying to find it. You know, <laughs> I, I only did it then, but that made me happy. Uh, yeah. Sure. You know? what, 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 just John, John and Paul trying to give each other directions? Yeah, they're just in Ringo's in the back. You've got to go left, me brother, just come home. You know, and George is like, I think we should have gone more left than right. <laughs> and John's like, well, no, we're going over here. Well, Paul, oh, there's some sort of spotty behind cute children with little urine stains and Let's go that way, you know. Um, so they're they're just fun. I was I do Paul McCartney does the news that always. Oh yeah, yeah. we we saw you do uh, when Adam hosted a night at the Laugh Factory. We saw you do uh, Paul McCartney tries to explain Kim Kardashian to a dead to John to dead John Lennon. Oh yeah, and that is just like I I feel I, like you can plug in almost any bit. Oh yeah, into that premise. Just they Paul try to explain Kim Kardashian to or anybody to any, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. How, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like how would Paul McCartney explain? President Donald Trump. Well, that's Trump. what I do. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, well, they elected a new president. What's he like? Well, he's a big orange man. You know, he's got little white circles around his eyes, and he's got cotton candy hair. It's all gold and swirly. Can you eat it? Can you? It sounds sounds very dystopian. No, if you look very close, there's little sparks, purple sparks, come out of his hair around three or four in the afternoon. Then you start making up yeah, things yeah, about yeah, yeah. him. He's got a big bottom. He's sort of like a big pear. <laughs> Wait, wait, uh, Paul explaining uh, a Kindergarten Cop to John Lennon. <laughs> kindergarten Cop, I love that's your fixation. Yeah. You know, he's so big guy, you know. He's not what you'd expect. You think like a little old lady or something. Hello, hello, let's get some Elmer glue and paste it. Don't show our parents. But so they got a big guy with a funny voice and big old muscles and a gun. It makes no sense. And that's where the, well, that's where the comedy is, yes. It's like a fish out of water. 
You know, they don't expect it. It sounds very funny to me. <laughs> oh, it did very good. You know, it did, it did like 48 million pounds. <laughs> How much is a pound? I don't know. It's, it's a lot of quid. <laughs> What's a quid? <laughs> it's a few stone. <laughs> it's a few whatevers. But, you know, I would just riff oh. stuff. I do him, um, him trying to explain or d- report about the impeachment thing. You know, oh, Nancy yeah. Pelosi, you know. She's got big eyes, you know. She always looks like she's just sat on something cold and wet, you know. And she's, you know, she wants to go peachy peach. Trump's like, well, no, no. She goes, well, you got a quid pro quo. He says, no, I didn't. I just made a bit of a phone call, chatted a bit about the bit. So, um, anyway, oh uh, I could do, yeah, do you, it forever. You were, uh, I love them. You, you were mentioning Spade, Beatles. and you talked about how, you talked on, you talked on Lights Out how he was, he thought he was going to play Ross Perot on on SNL. Uh, no, he only played him in the wide shot. Okay, so I'm going to play uh, Ross Perot and George Bush at the podium, and mm-hmm. Phil Hartman's doing Clinton. Right. So I go up, and so in the wide shot, if I'm doing Perot, I need someone to be uh, dressed. Uh, in a pre-tape dressed as Bush and vice versa. So right. Spade had to dress as Perot. Mm-hmm. So with the wide shot, you saw me doing um, Bush Sr. And then the, you'd see a guy who looks like Perot over there. So that created the illusion. Okay. You know. God. Yeah. It was hard to explain, but Spade would, had to just sit in the corner. He's just fledgling on the show. <laughs> he had the wig on and the thing. He's just sitting waiting. He just goes out and has to stand there. <laughs> like it, I felt terrible for oh, him. Oh, yeah. Because he's I a went up to him, I went, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> no, no, he's superstar. Did you see the uh, video that he played on the show the other day of uh, a kid, uh, tiny uh, Farley, that went for Halloween? No, you see this? It was like yeah. a, f- no. a five-year-old kid. They dressed up to look like uh, Tommy Boy, oh, and funny. so they called him up on the show, and then Spade That's did funny. lines with him back and forth, like him uh-huh. doing Tommy Boy lines. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, Tommy Boy was good. Yeah. Did uh, do you did you you don't do Halloween? Did you? Uh, I got over that a yeah. long time ago. At what, yeah. at what point? Uh, when people started being you for Halloween? Oh, I'll tell you what, you know, so I, uh, when, when we first, you know, decided to raise our kids up in Northern California yeah. in mm-hmm. the Redwoods, okay? So we're like out of Hollywood and I go, okay, well, I, my career's kind of calmed down. I can just go up there and just be a real person. Yeah. So we got the fireplace and the Redwood trees and then it was kind of fun. We mm-hmm. lit the place up. Yeah. The whole house was full of lights, outside, inside, everywhere. I'm like, Thank God. I'm out of Hollywood. I'm all relaxed. I've got a nice cold beer by the fire. Eternal neck on. I'm doing my yeah, yeah. And then I look up. The door's open, and there's a kid just dressed exactly like Garth. <laughs> hey, could I get some candy? Yeah. <laughs> like, they pull me back in. <laughs> so, got, uh, so, got any Nutter Butters? <laughs> yeah, nutter so, Butters. So, so I like it with little kids. I yeah, think okay. two, two to four-year-old kids coming up in their Halloween costumes just levitating from the excitement that yeah. they're yeah. out of that's really that's cool. Yeah. That's like six to like seven thirty. Mm-hmm. At eight forty five, you're getting like a fifteen year old with a beard and just a big <laughs> right. like uh, no just costume. sunglasses is his costume and he's got a big pillowcase and he's just rich. <laughs> yeah. Fifth Avenue. He probably bars. stole other kids' candy in that pillowcase. Oh, and beat them up. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's yeah. got vandala, vandalism accoutrements. <laughs> he's got shaving cream, water balloons. Why are you holding bat. a brick? Uh, I'm going as a guy who throws bricks through windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going as Candyman. Yeah. So yep. for those people, we get saran wrap, we make some shitty Jiffy Pop popcorn, and we go, that, that's it. That's, that's what we're passing out. I love out. that, yeah. dude. Just to fuck with him. Or give him an apple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's this? With, with no blades. You don't get it, old timer. <laughs> 
No, um, th- this was my uh, first Halloween where uh, my my wife and I didn't really go out, so we stayed and we actually you just greeted all the yeah your neighborhood trick or treat trick or treat yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great. And I will tell you this: for the first time ever, I got to see kids faces when i opened the door <laughs> which was Great. just awesome because kids were like all right trick or treat and then a dwarf opens the door and they're like that that adult killed it with that costume like yeah. i i don't know what they did <laughs> what sort of fun house did i yeah upon? like what happened there that that and i'm like holding my set my 70 pound dog and they're like what character from what show is that <laughs> oh that's fun the dwarf that's with the dog you is need walking to set up, up a camera next time and, oh, absolutely! Uh, on the kids' faces, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, lights out. Yeah. Oh, so uh, That's a great idea. I did. Um, uh, this was like five years ago. I did a bit for Jimmy Kimmel Live where they had me dress up as Chucky, but then stay on a front yard oh, as and then trick or treaters oh, came to the really? door. You're like That's frozen, yeah, and then I funny. and then I came to life, and uh, some parents didn't like me very much. <laughs> that would be actually one celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Terry Hatcher from uh, Desperate Housewives. Oh, oh really? I, oh, I, I scared her kid, and she would she she was not very happy about oh, that. Boo, <laughs> boo, Hatcher. Yeah, <laughs> parents parents it. done gone mad anyway. With <laughs> yeah, the yeah, college yeah. thing and all the oh, money. Yeah. I mean, there's so much pressure. You yeah. got into USC like the yeah, but the old I got fashion yeah, way. I got it the yeah. old fashioned way, and, and that and that my parents you know that I, that I'm a dwarf, so I'm a minority, so I check a box, and that's how I got in. Yeah, the old fashioned <laughs> way. They catapulted him over the USC wall. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many there's so many ways around this without going bald face like that. I mean, you could say that your kid has processing issues, so he, he gets like three hours to do his SAT test, stuff like wow, that. Wow, there's all kinds of ways. Oh yeah, because like because because how old are how old are your kids now and how far Dex and Tom are in their mid twenties. Mid twenties. Yeah, yeah. So they're so they're past the whole college thing. But like, yeah. Was that like? Did you? I mean, I don't want you to incriminate yourself. But did you guys do anything to get them into any schools? No, no, we didn't at all. In fact, Dex- also don't answer that if you did. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, this definitely is the last episode now, Brad. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wasn't really into it. I yeah. thought Cal Arts or an art school would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the whole rah rah thing. I mean, he, my Dex, my son Dex was in a in a fraternity and. There was no guy under 220 pounds. I mean, these are bull neck. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, you know. And they did, it's called doing a wizard. It was just, it was like a, uh, it was just a a way to become an alcoholic and also get an education. I mean, it was like, (laughs) you'd go around, you'd get a broomstick. I guess you'd finish a beer and then you'd cram it on the broomstick and you'd walk around like you'd have 10 beer cans on your broomstick oh my and filled to the top that's called being a wizard yeah you know oh. I mean it's people like, don't know that's how Harry Potter got his um, that's uh, yes you know, exactly yeah, whatever, that's J.K. Whatever. Rowling yeah, that, that, that was all that's how she wrote it <laughs> she wrote it blasted she was uh, higher than the higher than the Eiffel Tower <laughs> Eiffel Tower Bise. <laughs> Um, are they um, how are they uh, doing with comedy right now well we just we made a film we're really really we're finished the first edit okay then we're gonna uh, drop in some testimony it's a yeah it's really cool it was Tom's idea talk about what kind of a film it is yeah it's basically uh, we take a a death metal band that's kind of underground (laughs) heavy metal band yeah and they're they're in LA and they have nemesis and they're, they're 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 pretty good though and they um they they basically get involved with satanic forces. Oh their, their hit song was the, the Beast Has Risen and The Beast Does Rise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, no way. I'm back, everybody. 
And the beast is risen. They <laughs> played the risen. music, and now I'm here. Rising like a beast you've never seen. I know people. I know beasts. But this beast can rise. Excuse me. He, he rises. The, I, the yeast and the beast will rise. I know beasts very well. Have you seen my daughter, Tiffany? <laughs> is a daughter named Whoa. Tiffany? Yeah. Oh, he's got lots of daughters. Yeah. That was, from, that was from, from Marla Maples, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the first wives. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so you guys have made this film. and now and, and It's now really cool. It. I learned a lot, edited. Uh, and are you going to put it up like, uh, uh, is anyone going to buy it? Are you going to put it on YouTube? I have no do? idea what's going to happen to it, but we it's amazing what you can do. We, just, uh, we were just doing this scary part mm-hmm. and just sound and uh really inexpensive effects really cool i i i love that you were involved like that well i just directed it i didn't mm-hmm. want to be in it why in that was, that was it a, with a friend yeah. yeah and they play these three characters that are it's just quirky it's funny i mean there's nothing that i could think of that's a more fun creative toy box than being involved in every aspect of making a film it's it's brutally difficult in some ways but you can add music, you can land jokes that aren't like, it doesn't, stand-up has its own frequency. Right. With film, it's like all these little throwaways or things you want to hear more than once. So anyway. Did you help them edit and try to be? Yeah, all of it. Yeah. yeah but they, they're doing it with me too. And it was Tom's idea. But That's awesome. I'm a Quentin Tarantino fanatic, so yeah. I love, uh, did you guys see Once Upon a Time? Loved it, of course. Saw three times. Yeah. Three, I saw four. Uh, well, don't well, don't wow. be a one don't, don't be a one upper Dana Carvey. <laughs> Sorry, Adam Ray. There's a new Quentin Tarantino sheriff in town. My booze don't need nobody. I mean, I remember quoting the movie. You it's know. so good. Yeah, it, and it's also a because there's a people now, that don't whine, don't whine. I mean, that throwing. <laughs> there's people is, that didn't want to. That were at least told me they're like, oh, wait for it uh, out of theaters. I'm like, dude, you gotta no. go see it in theaters. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm you sure if you experience. got a cool TV, it's but it's like, oh man, it was gorgeous well you got yeah you have to and i i go early you know like mm-hmm. stand-ups go to movies early yes i yeah. like that the theater's empty I, I had a guy behind me brad pitt look, he looks funny you know i don't <laughs> need that shit but the main thing is uh home viewing isn't what it used to be right because if you're with your wife or friend or this and that or yourself suddenly you ding your cell phone's on and now and, you, and now you can get distracted or yeah. someone knocks or something or and then it's just then you're out of it you're focused in a movie theater yeah you know so that yeah that has to be that has to be experienced now because like i mean yeah uh, and now the way tvs are you can have a really great setup but yeah like you said you need to be focused you'd have to make rules to get the lighting right everyone turns off their cell phone like yes, treat right. it like a real movie because it's it doesn't have the same impact yeah you know so did you take things that you love about tarantino and try to you know oh, yeah. instill them on the boys yeah yeah so lots of blood in this film well <laughs> Not really. I just for potency Ooh. and being playful. Here, here's know. here here's an interesting question because you're a big Tarantino fan. What's your top five Tarantino movies? It, well, um, well, I, I do think I can answer this. I think and I've only it, seen the movie three times. I think these last three, uh, you know, Inglorious Bastards, yeah. Django Unchained, yes. and yeah. this one. And I feel I totally agree. For me personally. I, uh, that this one he reached at another frequency, another level. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, because by the time you get to the end and you've got, you know, Margot Robbie going, is that Rick Dalton? <laughs> oh, why don't you come up? Yeah. I mean, then you're like, you're really emotionally involved with the characters. It's a, it's a buddy movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. A love story between those two characters. Sure. Uh, the character that Brad Pitt plays is just so likable. So likable. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. So I want that to be yeah. what Brad Pitt is in real life. Well, he, and I feel like it's pretty close. You yeah he, he right. Yeah, it just it just was such a perfect match, yeah. and then Leonardo DiCaprio melting down this opus about self loathing, and he's in the trailer. Yes, that's not only melting gonna, down. If you don't stop <laughs> fucking drink, I'm gonna fucking blow your brains out. Unreal, you know? dude. How about <laughs> how about the scene with him and the kid? Oh, <clears throat> how good was that kid? Well, the, just the whole the whole thing. I don't really. I couldn't take my eyes off the screen, and I think that's good for any movie. You know, like where it's just scene for scene. I'm just like, man. And also, I love how brilliant he. I don't think any other director does this, where there's like, you know, 12, 12 to fifteen, seventeen minute scenes. They just on, go away from the movie, and you're you just forget that you're like, oh, we haven't left this spot for almost twenty minutes. Yes, and I love it. Yeah, it's just a conversation. You truly get. You're like. Well, when know. you feel like a, there's more than one director or it's corporate or whatever, and then you see a lot of movies, you just get into this rhythm of knowing what's going to happen. Sure. And it mm-hmm. never either dialogue, what, there's no surprises. There's nothing that's sort of quirky. So with Tarantino, he's got like 10 movies. That's why you, you can easily see it. Like I liked it as much the fourth time. I saw it twice, but then my brother came out, who's a movie fanatic. And so. That's your he, brother, Brad? This was Scott. Oh, okay. Because Brad is who, is who Garth is based on. Garth. But yeah. I got three older brothers. But the, for the Carvey family, we were like the sons of Katie Elder. And we were, there were five of us. Reference. Huge. <laughs> I know. Old reference. Lost on younger viewers. <laughs> but movies and music were just huge for us. Yeah. If a, because movies would come on in the house. For my sister, it was Splendor in the Grass with Warren Beatty. But Journey to the Center of the Earth or, you know. And then later on, it was Planet of the Apes 2001 yeah, yeah. and music. So, But yeah, Tarantino, I just I just love that movie so much. I think it's a, I think I would call it a masterpiece. Mm. I really believe it's like, like this very special movie, that, even though it was rated 79th or something in some... Uh, rotten tomato polling mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything it's it's because well, it, it, it's art so you, if you enjoy it, it that's for you you know it, it's yeah. not it, it's it, it, if someone else says it's the worst movie ever that doesn't matter in terms of how you view it well you it can brought, tell it brought you joy when i watched quentin's movies the, the, the fact that he's such a movie fanatic and has really just watched so many movies yeah. and he's doing He's filtering it through his lens. I mean, when he goes on the ranch with all the Manson people, yep. mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a kind of scene we've seen before, but he just does it so brilliantly, and he puts quirks on it. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. fix it. <laughs> I said, fix. He's doing almost John Wayne in this. Oh, He's yeah. such a badass. Oh, yeah. I think you're a little man with a big chip on your shoulder. Ah, <laughs> uh, these are lethal weapons, and they are. Do it again, yeah. <laughs> it, and then the whole dog thing. Oh yeah. Uh, is that how is that how you kill time on the road? Is you is you'll is you'll go out and you'll see a lot of movies because now you're doing like a bunch of like big, like big casinos and I and I didn't know if you're like a if you're like a gambler if you like doing no. vices. No, if I'm playing Vegas, I'm going to the uh, New Orleans hotel and I'm going mm-hmm. to the stadium to see because it's a long day and I can't sleep till one one in the afternoon. You're up early, yeah. I'm up early. Okay, so the show's at ten. I'm up yeah. at seven. Got so it. just to get out of the room, I'm not going to gamble, so I'm going to go see a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I find it very relaxing in modern life to turn things off and it oh, gets yeah. dark. You know, it's hard to find a good movie, though. Mm-hmm. I did see The Lighthouse. I thought it was brilliant, but very twisted, but brilliant. The Lighthouse, is that the... Black and white film with oh, William yeah. Dafoe? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I, it's, it's just How is idea- Willem Dafoe in black and white? 
Uh, he's uh, he's beige. <laughs> what do you mean? How is he in black and white? That is the right answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but sometimes you just want to like you're if you're living in LA with all the traffic, you just want to go into a room and then yeah. it's just like there, stop there's a, a lighthouse and rain and it's all dark. Yeah. And you're like you know. So I, I just love movies more than mm. anything. Do you if you um, you bring your sons to open a lot? Yeah. Tom and Dexter, no. Uh, not recently, but last year we did 65 dates. This year we're making the movie. Every year has its own theme. Yeah. Next did year. Did you do that purposely? Um, I don't know. You know, the thing about stand-up, it has its awesome things. So if you do a movie for a while, then you just want to be on, have a mic and say whatever the fuck you want. Yes. Yeah. You know? Um, but sometimes you'll have a magic night, and then it's tissue paper and a fire, and you're like, ah, it's just really, I'm going to basically forget it. Mm-hmm. The audience will basically forget it. So that's when you when you record something, even a podcast like this, it'll be in cyberspace for eternity. Yeah, that's why my pulse right now is in one twenty seven. But there, but there is something about being recording because I, I go mm-hmm. on SNL and you do a sketch, and so you know it'll be on YouTube forever. Yeah, sure. And it's recorded. But if you're you kill in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. At the uh, <laughs> Sir Laughs a Lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, what's the what's the one you say to Conan that he fucking loses it? The um, there's a comedy club that you say as Johnny that he. Well, I I think with him I'm getting a drink. At I that do bar. Johnny. Yeah. This was again. I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard, but it's Johnny getting pulled over for drunk driving <laughs> in 1975, and so it's the name of the drink and the oh, name of the establishment. Yeah. Right. Oh, sorry, officer. I didn't know I was swerving. I had two slippery monkeys at the hook and crook. So why is that so funny? Let's unpack that. Right. One is is that Johnny, you know, it's kind of old-fashioned drinking would have yeah. these nicknames, so yes. it didn't even seem like alcohol. I don't right. know if I did it on the podcast, but I no. thought it should extend to Johnny goes to AA. <laughs> And everyone's there like, I do a quart of vodka. I did Jack right. Daniels. Yeah. I, did a, I, I did a Mr. Pickup. <laughs> and then I did a strawberry boom boom. They go, well, are you actually having alcoholic drinks? And I have no idea. I had a, a frozen pillow at the... Uh, what the fuck is that? At the uh, Windy Summit. <laughs> I had a sideways soldier up with a twist at the Barker Lounge. Well, I don't think you need to be an Alcoholics Anonymous, Mr. Carson. No. Uh, I, it's also just the rhythm. and He, uh, is it? What's happening? Okay. Oh, it's a, it's a video. Okay. Is, is there, um, uh, like, will this next year maybe be full of podcast stuff? Because that's kind I'd of like more I'd like to do on the, a podcast. Yeah. But, but I, I um, you know. What line, what things have to come together to make it? Like, it seems like you're waiting for the perfect mesh of All I'm idea. saying is this podcast will need a new co-host soon. Hmm, oh, whoa. whoa, yeah. Podcast. We are near, looking. Near where I live. And he yeah. needs to have a great ass. <laughs> great ass. Oh, let, let me tell you, man. Yeah. What do you got to do? Podcast? Yeah. Podcast? Would you do one out of your place or would you want to go to a studio? Like, what do you like? I don't mm-hmm. really know. I did it at Earwolf. It was kind of cool because yeah. it's a, it's a, this room is nice. It's kind of like this, but there's a glass window and there's three people back there. And so you know you're getting across when you see them bending over. I was yeah. going to say, it's nice but to have an audience. Silent, yeah. mm-hmm. But I could do it which way. I think the main thing that stops it is the deal all the time. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, but I with Conan, maybe I would do that once a year and just do that as special episodes. But I'd like to do it because mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. I have a thing I'd like to do. You're so but, good but at it too, and it's like people. You know, you, you look at any time you go on. I mean, here any gotta, appearance, like even when you did a Today Show impression thing last year. I think to mm-hmm. plug um, 
show you what you were promoting or even stern it's like those clips all like go viral i don't so really, i don't look at anything and oh i don't man. look at, well, I'm look telling at you. anything yeah. i always think it's like authenticity or yeah. those kinds of things i mean i'd be happy to to not do the comedy part but I'm, yeah. i do the comedy part yeah yeah now, now when you i'll talk about life when yeah. uh <laughs> let's get deep man when yeah. uh ross yeah. perot passed away were you just staring at your phone going oh boy <laughs> Here's gonna get, I'm gonna get a phone call. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to did, talk to his family and I pretend did, to be him. <laughs> I think it was. I can't remember what I did. One outlet. There was a lot of make, you, you have a comment about yeah. him. You yeah. Know? And um, he. Uh, please, we talked on the phone a few times. And please tell me nobody. Are you with real Ross? Yeah. yeah. He goes. Mm-hmm. I, I got an idea. <laughs> Why don't, why don't you go out and campaign as me and I'll campaign as me? That, that way there, there'll be two of us. <laughs> and he thought that was so funny. That was his joke. I mean, he's not wrong. Two of me, yeah. Yeah. They can't beat us if there's two of us. Great. But I was at the uh, whatever restaurant in Beverly Hills. All of a sudden, Larry King sidles up next to me mm-hmm. with his phone. Here, I'm going to call my wife and you call her as Ross Perot. You know? I love that Larry's just demanding you do this. Demanding. So he hands it to me and I go, now Larry is drunk off his ass right now. I mean, he is completely blasted, shit-faced. He can't go home. Someone's got to get him and drive him. His suspenders are halfway down. Yeah, someone's got to get home and drive him. You got to get him on. Someone get him a car. Can I finish one time? Can I finish? This is Ross Pro having sex. Can I finish one time? Can we? I got to do all the stuff on you every time. You get multiples. I can't get one. Can I finish one time? Can I finish? You're not listening. Can I finish one time? He's almost like James Brown or something. Oh, yeah. Can I get it one time? time? Just as much soul. So so you've obviously had stories where you talked to uh, George Bush, and now you've talked to to, to Ross Perot. Yes, I did the op-ed for Bush. Was there there anyone who scared you in that you do an impression of them, and then they were, like, upset about it, or they didn't take it as well as those guys did? Um, well, Johnny Carson, I felt bad. I kind of hurt his feelings, I think. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. yeah. The king? I know. Well, there was one of them that wasn't mine, but I won't say who wrote it, but it okay. was it was a little mean. It made Johnny uh, kind of like he didn't know the Partridge family was off the air, and he was a little mm. a little shaky, and I didn't like it, and it didn't really work that much. Did he... What did he think about? Because you, because you did Carson trying to do Arsenio. He liked that. Okay, they're making fun of (laughs) making fun of Arsenio as much as they're making fun of me. Okay, so he was okay for a while, and then it sort of uh, turned. And I, it, it made me realize that what happens is at some point with almost any celebrity, Mm -hmm. at some point you're looking at that celebrity and thinking, is that the celebrity? or a celebrity impressionist. You become a parody of yourself at a given point, you know? And I think that um, having fun with some of Johnny's Johnny-isms was a new kind of way of doing him. Mm-hmm. You know, for those of you at home who don't understand, you're, you're watching a thing called a television, you know? Which I thought was part of his charm. Mm-hmm. He would, he would, he would let the audience in on stuff. Yeah. He could talk to a hundred-year-old man or a three-year-old. I mean, I thought he was amazing, and he had that incredible voice. But I think I did hurt his feelings a little bit. I felt it bad. Definitely about was that. like that with George Bush Senior. I mean, I felt like I couldn't watch him on TV without being like, "Oh, this guy's doing a caricature of himself now." Like he, it almost felt like he was starting to watch, like the impression start. He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whenever we would do charity events, we did a lot of events to, together. And he just loved. He loved it. He loved me doing Ross Perot for him. Oh, Can wow. we get a little Ross Perot? <laughs> Henri, little sucker. 
<laughs> can I finish one time? Or I got to do you? Lost and me I don't the, get to do me? Oh lost my. me the election. Yeah, lost me the election. 19%. <laughs> Bill Clinton coming in there. Had a lady problem. Had a zipper issue. Couldn't keep it in his trousers. <laughs> That's kind of a can't keep it in his pants. Funny oh. thing, you know. Well, I got a guy, a blind date. You can meet this guy. Say, say to this woman, "What's he like?" Well, he's successful, charming. He has a he has a hard time keeping it in his pants. <laughs> he's got a hooter clamp <laughs> that keeps it in his pants. I think it. I think a <laughs> hooter clamp zipper issue might have been the, the most funny way, the most like quaint way to just be like, "Yeah, I flash a lot of people. Like, yeah. ah, I got I got a little bit of a zipper issue." By the way, Hooter yeah. Clamp is playing Coachella next year. Oh yeah, <laughs> great band, great band. Yeah, they're gonna open up for the Kings of Leon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, so anyway, sometimes you probably hurt people. It's not my intent. That's why no. I don't do Indian accents. Yeah. I don't do I don't do accents. I mean, if people mm -hmm. are in the back of my club crying, I don't want to. I don't have to do accents if it makes people upset. Have yeah. you ever gotten uh, wrongfully set up, like doing a news outlet or something? Like when you said Perot after you passed away, like, you know, like a radio DJ, sometimes these guys are, they, they want a soundbite or they want to think that they've got rapport with you out of the gate and that you're so game that they can be like, so Raj Pro just passed away. Like, if he were to call from the dead, <laughs> yeah. what would that sound like? And you're like, dude, that's fucked up. I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's He's like, two minutes. You know, but it's yeah. like, it seems yeah. like, have you has somebody ever tried to like? Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't it's, take the bait. Always, hey, yeah. how would what? You know. Yeah, what but would. I don't consider myself an impressionist. I consider Which myself a comedian yes. yeah. who does impressions. Yep. So people ah, okay. go, hey, you're like Rich Little. I go, but what, my two biggest characters were Church Lee and Garth. Yeah, right. Which are which are originals. originals. Yeah. But uh, I always say to yeah. people, like, if I did an impression of a non-famous person. That would be my new character. Yes. But if mm. that person became famous, it would be my new impression. Whoa. There's no difference. I'm just doing an impression of someone who's famous. But I could do, I used to do my dad, oh, Jesus Christ, I need some money for money. That was one of my best impressions. But he wasn't famous, so it was my so character. It was a character. So when I get famous, your Adam Ray will become an impression. So when I get famous, your Adam Ray will be an impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a real. I never say that. I know. I just make yeah, it I up. I feel like I'm in a wormhole right yeah. now. Oh this my is God. insane. I feel like I'm in a wormhole right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no, you, you're not doing it. It's just repeating Wait, phrases. We almost did a little Dennis Miller with you there. Crane stinks. Crane Wait, Dennis Miller yeah. doing Brad? Good, okay. Good, okay. I like Got an achondroplasia. <laughs> type of dwarfism characterized by a large protruding head. Jesus Christ. Oh, Christ, he's got an ass the size of a Kardashian. Wait, set him up with a joke to do as Dennis with one of your bits. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, wait, so like a he... Quick, a quick bit that Dennis would do if he was doing your... Like, if we walked in and saw Dennis doing your material. Okay. Dennis uh, steals your big... Okay, <laughs> so, not, all right, so Dennis Miller can steal this joke where... Uh, <laughs> So someone came up to me after a show one time and said, "Oh my God, Brad! What a coincidence! You're a little person. My best friend's retarded." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, guess it's my luck. I got the lily pound gold guy. Lily, what do they call it? The lollipop gold guy. And I've got the uh, the uh, Cliffy, the uh, Spiff boy, with his uh, his. Paddle, a special uh, electro uh, magnetic cranium hat. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh my god uh, yeah dennis is a good thing to filter things through like oh, yeah and dennis yeah. once i got him to laugh really hard once when i said what a brilliant conceit that you're playing this character Mm-hmm. Of a guy who's just really, really disappointed by life, like in this profound way. Oh, yeah. Like Dennis, he laughs so hard whenever I go dark, yeah. whenever I complain. Oh, really? Because it's like you're on the road with him, Christ sakes, okay. And then we come out of the hotel, we've done the gig, we come out, and the car's not there. Mm-hmm. And I, I just say, it's, it's really, it's, it's, they always pick you up at the airport, but getting out, yeah, it may may show up, may not. They've yeah. had their way with you, and they, right. they they're not really cracked with <laughs> yeah, the yeah. car. Yeah. So I'm going, no, they never. And he laughed so hard. He loved the idea. No, they never show up when you, <laughs> as soon as they've made hay with you. Okay, <laughs> they basically harvested your talent for capital gains. <laughs> And now they can't bring a town car to the Marriott on the I-40. Okay. Is, do, yeah. Yeah, do what? Is, um, is he just, one of those guys that you just like, that are you, are, are you continuously keeping up with him? Like, I, I, Yeah, we talk on the phone, and, and he is brilliant. I mean, he will just pull this stuff out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. These references and this way of They're talking. They're also timely, though. Like, I mean, it feels like when they oh, yeah. string together, I mean, you're... Uh, He'll just do it. Yeah, he's just got a giant brain. Even when he was in the uh, NFL booth for a little bit, it was like his commentary was like so elongated uh, on one play, but it was like, you know, that deep pass was like the time. I know, yeah, exactly. That front line's like a lazy Susan, okay? (laughs) Somebody spin it. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't, he'll make it funny with his rhythm. Yes. Right. That's so potent. And he's really hard to follow when he's on a, on a on a roll. Oh yeah, and oh, it's sure. just it's so sarcastic and so heavy hitting, you yeah. know. Because I was uh, when I first met him, he picked me up at the airport, the San Jose Improv, in like 1982, and he was my opener. Wow! wow. But I didn't even know him. I figured, yeah. hey, another chump, you know, yeah. nothing's yeah. gonna bother me. I got, I got, you know. Good. <laughs> what were you smoking? You weren't even smoking. I was pretending to smoke a cigarette. No, yeah. It's fun to be cocky. Good. Yeah, Let sure. the cute kid do twenty. I'll come up yeah. and you know yeah. mop up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Leave some and, meat uh, on the bone. So then, um, you know, so you start to hear the you know the rooms vibrating a little bit or some mm. roars coming up, and I yeah. and I. Um, you know, I'd go up there and I realized there was just this energy was still around. You know, you follow someone who's really good. Uh, you have to kind of deal with that energy for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get him out of that rhythm and into your rhythm. So then I watched him the next time. Oh, shit. Okay. I can't go up there and goof around. I got to. Right. You know. Come so yeah, were, were, were you doing an impression of him almost almost immediately? Not or back then. I think when, you know, when we got on SNL together started mm-hmm. seeing him hanging out with him a lot and seeing him on update and i did him on update yeah and, yeah and then hanks did him me hanks tommy hanks <laughs> we all did him with the hair <laughs> and um it's just a great rhythm to be in it's oh, just yeah. a great yeah great i feel sense. like there's uh, got the ninja turtle thing in the <laughs> background okay that's it that's uh that's a that's a winner in 2019 okay <laughs> What's your what's your demo? I'll take nine year olds with a lot of free time. Okay, Billy. I would love to see. <laughs> this cynicism is great. Yeah, I would amazing. love to see more comics get a chance to call to call 
NFL football. Like I, I, I think we're really missing out. And now they're like going for commentators. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Pat McAfee, but like he's a more, oh, yeah. but he's like a more humorous, com- humorous commentator. I think Dennis was ahead of his time. I think yeah, yeah a lot of the ESPN people on, and you know Dennis, uh, along with some other comedians I know, are sports fanatics. Yep, yeah, like literally. Yeah, just give him, and he he's got a photographic memory about stats and. You know, I mean, he brought up he brought up a uh, a quarterback for Washington State from the, like the 1970s named Sonny Six Killer. He was Native American. <laughs> Jeez, I haven't seen anyone fling a ball like that since Sonny Six Killer. <laughs> and you know, I don't know. He just stores these words. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna watch um, the uh, Eddie? Do you watch much SNL? Like. Um, I watch the, the clips. clips, you yeah. know, I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in slumberland. Are you going to watch but the uh, Eddie watch. episode? That's a pretty big deal, right? I will. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's just interesting. Anybody who's not been in that room, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he was there at the 40th and they did a right. montage yeah. of him, but he didn't, he didn't do any comedy. So yeah, it's, it, his story is a trip. Yeah. Was it cool for, uh, obviously to see Sandler go back? Uh, and do it. Fall, ball, fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the year of the Sandler. I really do. Yeah, right. I mean, because I his think special that was insane. His special was so beautifully done, yeah. and yeah. it took it. It it's so Sandler. It didn't really. It wasn't a traditional special, and it really worked. All those different stages I he was it. on, uh, some visual aids, and mm-hmm. the thing I took away from it was that he was not shooting a special at any moment because he shot so many locations, so many nights, that he didn't even know if it was, you could tell, he, he didn't know it was gonna be in the special. Right. Because he had so many hours. Yeah, right. So if you have one night and one show, mm-hmm. it's really hard just to be like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But he could go, yeah. so it, first he was having so much fun, it was such a breath of fresh air. He does the Farley song, which floors you, mm-hmm. yeah. and only he could do that. And and I think that the cool part was the critical establishment that I casually looked at looked at him different after mm-hmm. the after the stand up special. Really, you know, well, because they were trying they they were so brutal with him for so long. He makes a lot a lot of movies, and a lot of the movies are really family movies. Yes. he's not mm-hmm. trying to make right. Know, he's got a formula. He's, he's not like- making a Clockwork Orange. Um, and then then his SNL killed, and now he's got some kind of indie film. So mm-hmm. it's been it's been a big year for him. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad people are looking at him different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. What about the holidays? Are you gonna do anything? Uh, I'm very simple. I don't really do much of anything. I don't really. <laughs> Is there one holiday you get? I like, I, I paint jacked up for. I, yeah, I paint a lot now. Okay, okay. That's like a hobby, and now I'm blowing them up. So I'll put one in here if you want. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 I want some OG. I want an original Dana uh, Carvey on my wall. Um. Yeah. They're just they're. Um. I just do it for fun. It's kind of a cliche, I suppose. Mm-hmm. The guy, you know, oh, he's, he's painting, you know. But <laughs> I like Jean-Michel Basquiat. Yeah. And I who that is. do I'm, a lot. I'm going to pretend I know who that yeah. is. <laughs> well, do what I just did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's great yeah. work. You know what? I like the early stuff, though. <laughs> so it's taken. From uh, Jean Sebastian Jaguer. <laughs> yeah. Basquiat. I, I just said a hockey goalie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Again, I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> so it's kind of like. Um, it's sort of like street art, I guess you'd call it. Okay. And, you know? and is this something that you've kind of always done? Have you always painted? Well, I didn't know. I was just doodling. I, I would doodle a lot. I like yeah. comedians mm-hmm. on notepads. Yeah. 
And then I start doing kind of watercolor crayons on just little paper, just when I'm hanging out around the house. Sure. And then I finally went to heavier 22 by 30 paper, and I got these acrylic things and tubes and oil sticks and Whoa. started doing acrylic and oil. And they're just sort of like street art. There's a symbolism in them. And I mean, you know, this one I'm going to blow up to nine feet high, but you can just. Oh, my God. God! Wow, that looks like a <laughs> dissected. I know it's just human. Yeah, I just all I'm That's going for is way cooler than I thought you were going to show us. Way, right? It's more of go for the emotion. Yeah, um, like I, what do you feel from that? Right? Uh, I, you I can see how the two figures are both looking a little bit to the left yes. with a little bit of stress. I feel like I got to change my diet because that's probably what's going on inside of me right now. <laughs> hey, so the co- well, the colors pop out of me first of all, and I love a good mashup of uh, colors that make you feel good. Yeah. Whoa! Here's another one. Look at that. It says monetize. Uh, you know, it says... Um, Corporations. Re- really? <laughs> wow. That's in there. The corporate. <laughs> get them out of me. The greatest stance of the corporations. Do you put on music when you paint? Do you, uh, just, uh, not do you like really. silence? Mm-hmm. Candles? Uh, either way. Uh, you know, whatever. I, I just do them. I, I, I got my piano. Um you know, SNL, I did, they were looking, they were asking if I saw any when I wanted to do. So far, it th- hasn't been a match for me. Okay. You know, but kind of. when they do throw a name out, will you try to. If mess I thought with it? it would work for me, yeah. you know, I mean, t- you know, Trump's taken, which yeah, is great. Sure. I don't, you know, and Biden was, is around, but um, I didn't feel like I had a take on Biden because mm. um, he, ju- he just. Um, yeah, I, I worry when I watch him, but to be honest, yeah. you know, a little bit. Sure. You well, know? once his eyes started bleeding, that like, <laughs> that was some X-Men shit, you know? Uh, the what fact about- of the matter is, number one, number two, I mean, I just didn't want to make fun of him because yeah. he's, he's great, he, but, yeah. but it's like you got 90 seconds, you're at this podium, he's got hyperactive young people that their brains connected to their mouth like Cory Booker right. yeah, or uh, Julian Castro. I mean, they're really, really, yeah. so he needed, he needs to just slow down, just, mm-hmm. just, just slow way down, be like Bernie. Bernie doesn't try to explain all, the, all these different policies. We did the thing, and we're over there, and we're there. Using, the corporations! <laughs> Big the words, gr-. yeah. And if Kate McKinnon hadn't done Lindsey Graham, I feel like that you would have crushed Lindsey that. Graham uh, would have been fine. <laughs> Giuliani would have been fine. Yeah. Who's doing um, Giuliani? Kate, too? Uh, Kate, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. She's an, she's a, she's an artist. She's I mean, a chameleon. She will do yeah. um, accurate things, or she'll... she'll do like Jeff Sessions like, oh, played yeah. him like a little troll yeah, yeah with the rat so stuff. she's fun to that watch great. I love her yeah um, when you paint will you ever uh, do you ever like talk to yourself like Bob Ross like because I envision you <laughs> as Garth yeah. doing talking to yourself we while have, you're painting yes here we go we here's the little cyborg man <laughs> he's kind of scared here's the little turtle face yeah I don't know I it's such a cliche 15 hours of that it's such yeah. a cliche of anyone in show business yeah. you know because mm. I got a therapist three years ago check yeah. cliche right. now I'm go. doing paintings check <laughs> cliche do you have a drug problem yet I don't yeah. think you've ever no. had one no I just I like my suds the, but I'm pretty careful about yeah. I just drink well we had a couple we did we, what are your suds we, we, we shared a, a couple 22 ounce Sapporos. Yeah, uh, me, me and Dana. I, I asked Dana to go to, to go to dinner with me to tell me how to be a good en- entertainment father. You know, be in comedy. Whoa. Great and, question, uh, by the way. Has anyone ever tough, done that? Tough one. 
That's tough a one because you you need you you're you're paid to travel. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're when traveling. your bread and butter is to be gone and you yeah. need to be home. How yeah, do you balance that, right? Yeah. So, uh, but it, it, it was a fantastic dinner, and uh, it, it was. Did I have any really advice, Brad? I mean, it's really I mean, a tough one. Yeah, we, please tell me. We really got too drunk to really know. <laughs> Cause that's well, we weren't drunk. We had like two beers. Drunk. I was two beers. blasted. Yeah, two beers. And then you went out and did three sets. And yeah. I, I told you I, I had a terrible bit laying around, so I said try test drive this horrible, generic hacky bit. I guess you tried it. Yeah, and it did not go well. No. <laughs> It's it. So drunk Dana advice. It wasn't a good bit. It was just it wasn't made. It was just accents you don't understand. So yeah. it's a generic hacky bit. Sure. You're calling for a pizza and they go back it up. I'd like to order a cheese pizza for delivery. Cheese. Pizza. No, cheese pizza. So I'm like, it's not even a language. It's not a person. This is the best guy. In the, in the entire restaurant, he no, you do the phones because you're 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 the best English speaker. <laughs> Who's the guy who wanted to work the phones but couldn't make it? Can you work the phones? <laughs> no, can you take order? <laughs> See, so, he he made it work. Yeah, and not, and was, he, and how he, did you not fucking fall through on that? Oh, uh, it was, it wasn't good. Yeah. It just I can't it's do made, that. Wait, I can't. I can't, can't do what tape, Dana The does. video would be a Brad being like, "You ever uh, get a pizza and the pizza's like, <laughs> and you're like <laughs> Not even I gave joke. the pizza. I gave the pizza a Hitler accent, and it didn't work. No, that's not gonna work. <laughs> I know what no pepperonis. <laughs> it was bad. That was the well, that's, Hitler. That's, that's funny. pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> Hitler doing trying to take uh, orders. <laughs> <laughs> delivery. Yeah. What if Adolf Hitler was a pizza? Guy? He's pizza like, uh, he, no, he goes, and here's what it is. He goes, he goes sausage uh, and pineapple must not mix. They go, well, we said we don't want any meat. We're keeping kosher. He goes, Jew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can say it. I can say it. I did a Hitler thing on, um, it was called Bet on SNL and it totally bombed. <laughs> Wait, I oh. think there should be a comedy book <laughs> that's just called I did a Hitler thing. <laughs> I did a Hitler thing. Oh, it was called. It's, and it and not, it's every and it's every comic saying their Hitler bit that failed. Oh well, this God. one really failed. Who's going to put their career on the line to make that coffee table book? Well, it was called Bedtime. It's like it was called Bedtime with Hitler. Yeah, Jan. I'm Jan, in already. Jan Hooks is playing. You know, Eva Eva Braun. Oh yeah. And okay. she's, we're just in our pajamas in bed, and she's waking me up. And she's whispering, "Hey, Adolf." <laughs> Wake up, wake up, sweetheart. And then I, it's just that he he doesn't have any other voice. He just I just started screaming as Hitler, even though it's like seven a.m. Shout out It just played to silence. Did, uh, did it get cut or did it air? It got cut. Cutting room floor. What like now? I don't, see. I don't even think if if that would work now, or if that if now we're in if now we're in such a time that it would kind of revert back to that, where people would be too uncomfortable to laugh. Uh, I don't know. Everything. The idea is Trump is Hitler, right? That's the idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just do that again. <laughs> but he's a terrible. He's a terrible dictator. He's horrible. <laughs> like he's got unless CNN's working for him, he seems to have like he's got to control the press better. He's got to get rid of Rachel Maddow or something, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm a terrible. I'm a sad dictator. I don't know how oh. to do a dictator. I like this to is get the opening number of, from the Trump musical. Rid yeah. of the free press, but I can't get rid of them they're not the best i like sean hannity's my favorite excuse me excuse me 
What are many people are saying? Many people are saying. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I like to see him do slam. Do you think, because uh, he hates Jim Acosta on CNN, do you think, I feel like <laughs> there's yeah. a sketch waiting be to happen. Be nice. Be nice. Don't be nasty. Be nice. You're being very rude. You're being very rude. You know, and all these people are getting replaced on Fox News. I could see a sketch happening where, like, church lady comes in to replace a Fox News person to host Trump, but she's like, you know, yeah. you can't tell which well, side. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. We're large and round and orange and buttery. Our tummy's full of fried chicken and all kinds of things. If doctors checked up our intestine, it would be cheeseburger, french fry, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, Kentucky Fried Chicken, French Fry, Milkshake, all the length of your lower intestine into your bowels. Or what's not, I'm sorry, I don't do, I don't do eschatological Yeah, yeah. yeah. I go there sometimes. I think, but. I think Church Lady as a Fox News commentator would be great because, you know, they're trying to, they're, they're trying to tap into the, well, even they're bailing in, on them too, which is in, so into like, the religious, right? They're bailing on them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. He doesn't poll well, so we never know what the real polls know. are. Uh, mm-hmm. Hello, this is a CBS uh, News poll. Are you voting for President Trump? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I know. I, 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 I hate him a lot. <laughs> I thought that was Brokaw calling. Whoever. <laughs> are you uh, are you afraid of the thing of President Trump? This is Tom Brokaw. Nobody knows these voices. Your yeah, audience they do. is they, everyone yeah, they knows. Do. Come on, people have to know Brokaw Tom Brokaw. Is a staple. He's a staple. Don't Wait, how about Brokaw ordering pizza from Hitler? <laughs> I like to order a large cheese pizza to be delivered and on Fuller Street. And Don't worry, you'll be delivered on time. You sound like Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I Man, am the Adolf Hitler. I thought you died in a bunker some 70 years ago. No! I survived to open a Papa John's franchise! Adolf, what did I tell you about screaming at the customers? You told me not to, that it intimidates them! <laughs> well, I appreciate the fact you tried to take over the world, failed remarkably, and then resurfaced years later as a sort of fast food establishment serving pizza and hoagies and sometimes... Strawberry sorbet as an aperitif that comes along with a pizza free. I like all the two for one coupons you have in the late hours on Saturday night. They won't let me serve strudel! Of all the fascist pizza makers in the lower Fernando, San Fernando Valley, you're in the top. Ten of those people serving pizza for a fashion dictator. You Look. should call Kim Jong-un takeout. Damn it, Adolf. <laughs> You're going to go on probation again, man. This is Domino's. Well, who are you guys going to vote for? So oh. not Trump. So who's your who's your prezi? Let's oh. close it out. Let's close right. it out. Who, who's your prezi? Going on prezi. record? Uh, Buddha well, Judge, besides Buddha Judge, because I know that would be your first choice. Okay, that's no, fun, dude. Uh, I'm going. fourth. I'm going hashtag Yang Gang. Oh, the thousand dollar a month club. Yeah, I want my thousand dollars a month shave club. Yeah, I want my thousand dollar a month club. That, I like him. Yeah. I like he's kind of like, cool. I like the fact that you can buy a hat on his website that says math. <laughs> it just says math on oh, it. So you like the joke? Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing. Well, that well that uh, that my wife is Chinese, so I have to vote oh, yeah. for the Asian Your arms are tied on that. Yeah, one. I have that. Uh, vote uh, okay, the Yang. Interesting I'm, choice. Interesting choice. Yang Beto. I like me. Look, I like me some E Dub. Me Stub. E Dub. 
Elizabeth Warren. Oh, oh, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yeah, she's got me fired up. She's that PTA mom that yeah, yeah. That uh, that I feel I can also look. I'm looking for somebody that's got that. I, you know, I'm on board with with uh, with what they're putting out, but also that can go toe to toe with uh with the dawn and and fire back the way that uh you need to in some of these uh debates and discussions pocahontas Pocahontas. he's got her with the pocahontas does he yeah i don't know i don't know i mean the main thing everyone has to realize is there's always a trade-off there's always a trade-off i know dude with every policy yeah but giving the reins of the world's largest economy to elizabeth warren i don't know let letting her decide how to allocate money i don't know is it good But I'll take, yeah, but I'll take. We'll uh, find out. We'll know. find out. Yeah, the yeah. corporations. <laughs> Bernie's still got a little piece of my heart, too, you know? Yeah. But, but, but you. But also, which he needs, because for his heart. But it's. Um, <laughs> I like what you, Dad, told you about the, the United States. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. That, yeah. yeah that, that, so my dad, my dad always told me this, and uh, you know, this is some great fatherly advice, and that I hope to one day tell these things to my daughter, and, yeah. that, and that she'll quote them to her favorite celebrity comedian one day. Yeah. Uh, Adam Ray. No, uh, th- wait. What does Adam Ray sound like? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Adam Ray. I'm doing Bernie now. With you. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. <laughs> this is you the have a deep voice. Ever. That I is love, hard. You, I have, love a, you have a good deep yeah. voice. Thanks. Buddy. That's hard to Dana do. Dana Carvey yeah. just impersonated you. I know, man. And what's your dad's die. wise thing he, about the United States? Yeah, he said that the United States is like an. It's an aircraft carrier. It's not a speedboat. So when so hmm. it's, so when somebody's in charge, it's really hard to turn it around. It's it's really hard to get it off course. It takes a long time for an aircraft carrier to. So it's designed for gridlock and slow movement. Gotcha. Yes. So, so it's not a speedboat to where one person, guy or girl, can come in and completely change the course in two in But two, in two what seconds. Elizabeth Warren's probably doing when she says a lot of her plans, she's putting something way, 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 way out there. And then if she does get in, then she'll then you'll, she'll have to p- compromise to a point. So it's okay to go socialism. <laughs> oh. Oh, socialism. oh, you like the government to own everything. Oh, we don't like anyone oh. to be rich. The government owns all the property and everyone every- is equal. The whole country is like the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> it's all painted beige. We're all equally fucked. <laughs> But we are equal. <laughs> but we are equal. We are equally poor. That's the. There's no billionaires in Cuba. <laughs> Is that yeah? I mean, no billionaires that. in Cuba. <laughs> Nobody. You gotta leave. Saleo. What I think. What's she gonna do? A microphone? What is this? By the way, there are no billionaires in Cuba is the new there are no cats in America. <laughs> Remember from Fievel Goes West? <laughs> but no yeah, I don't know, a guy with 100 billion, maybe yeah. he could, I don't know. I think it would only be fitting to close this podcast out. Yep. The final about last night with Brad and Adam. Mm-hmm. And uh, there you go. Gramit, uh, our all-time a oh, favorite guest, Mr. Dana Carvey. Oh, I've enjoyed it. How yeah. much was I came in like five? Five hundred. Five hundred. I'm on the five hundred. Yeah, show. you've yeah. been on like I think you know episodes maybe six. I made you four. go down to my house for a few. Yeah, times. yeah. Of course. Which and then we I saw a single tear coming down. Okay, what is yeah. it? Two miles away. <laughs> oh, it's two point eight, and then yeah. the time it'll take yeah. forty nine minutes. That's yeah. that's L A for you. I think it would be only fitting to uh, to maybe have uh, Paul McCartney describe to people what the Brad and Adam about last night podcast was to John Lennon. You know, they came in. You know. Well, what was it really about? Well, no one ever really knew. 
It wasn't about last night. It was just a name. It sounded like, ooh, what did they do last night? You know, you're going to find out. <laughs> well, maybe they talked about it when you weren't listening. No, they never did. I, I, I got every episode, you know. I listened. I'm waiting for about like, what happened last night. There's nothing. It was, it was just a complete... It was sort of a sham. Well, was it illegal? Well, it wasn't illegal. It was just... It's just, the White Album was white. It's like we put out the White Album. What, what if it was purple? It would have been sort of a lie. We never would have put out a White Album if it, in the, had it been purple. It wouldn't have been honest. But that's what about last night was. It wasn't honest. The whole thing was a sham. It was just two guys with a mic, you know. They didn't have much... There wasn't much going on, you know. I mean, it, it really... It started out strong. It was strong, you know. They had like, it, was, yeah. it was like all, you know, revolver. And then it just sort of went backwards <laughs> to like a Jerry and the pacemaker. They like the Dave Clark Five yeah. till the end. Why is Paul McCartney attacking you guys? I don't know. It's my favorite. Okay, it. but I'm totally with it. Anyway, you. but yeah, it's been really nice. You're the best. Uh, we we'll, love you so much. We'll do it again because yes. then even if he doesn't, not your he'll come on. Sidekick, oh, he's gonna come yeah. on. All he can the be time. on as yeah. a guest. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. You won't. Yeah. Also, uh, this isn't I'll over. Come back every it's now just a we're putting a pause. Yeah. Yeah. So it's never over. Well, uh, listen, me, me brothers, you like me brothers, you know, I played the skins, I didn't want to be bashing around back there for me brothers, so I didn't know. What about you, George? Well, I, you know, I had a couple B-sides on the album, but John and Paul were the primary songwriters, and you know, eventually I got a couple of songs on Abbey Road. Can we, uh, can we have President Obama pitch the About Last Night podcast at Netflix? Well, here, here, I don't know about this, but I'd like to get on them. This is like a podcast. <laughs> you got a dwarf and a big guy. Maybe make him Armenian or something. something. <laughs> you know, give a lot of flavor. And you got to, um, they come in. They don't have much to say, but they come out real strong. Sometimes they're a little nasty. And they got a big, big poster and some radioactive turtles. And they call it about last night. And, um, well, fuck me. That's not that. <laughs> That's not that's not that's not something we want we want, we want to do. That's a bad pitch. I, don't, uh, I want to take that back. Uh, that, that's never going to work, <laughs> Mr. President. They already have that. That's called the About Last Night podcast. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck me. Twelve ways with a spoon. That's 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 what I that's what I that's, that's what that's what uh, I did. I ever do deep deep pock chopra with no, Tourette's? No. <laughs> Say that's how we end, but I need to hear that. Yeah, and that is that is the world in the in in the planets of Earth and the spiritual being. Spank me with a spoon, you bitch! And I want you to know that I love all of. Next time, I'll wear the panties. Anyway, we feel, we feel. Get your hand out of my ass! I want to tell you. So. I love you, Dana Carvey. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, you, for Thank you, Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Thank you. Brad, close us out with a good night, everybody. Your final one. <sighs> oh, wow. Uh, this is getting a little verklempy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys very much. On behalf of all you, th uh, thank you for your messages. Thank you for listening. And thank you for continuously tuning in, supporting our sponsors, and supporting our guests. And with that, I bid you farewell. Good night, everybody.
Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Meh, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.